Deuteronomy 19. When Yahweh your God cuts off the nations whose land Yahweh your God gives you, and you succeed them and dwell in their cities and in their houses, you shall set apart three cities for yourselves in the middle of your land, which Yahweh your God gives you to possess. You shall prepare the way and divide the borders of your land, which Yahweh your God causes you to inherit into three parts, that every manslayer may flee there. This is the case of the manslayer who shall flee there and live. Whoever kills his neighbor unintentionally and didn't hate him in time past, as when a man goes into the forest with his neighbor to chop wood and his hand swings the axe to cut down the tree, and the head slips from the handle and hits his neighbour so that he dies, he shall flee to one of these cities and live. Otherwise, the avenger of blood might pursue the manslayer while hot anger is in his heart and overtake him. Because the way is long and strike him mortally, even though he was not worthy of death because he didn't hate him in time past. Therefore, I command you to set apart three cities for yourselves. If Yahweh your God enlarges your border, as he has sworn to your fathers and gives you all the land which he promised to give to your fathers, and if you keep all his commandment to do it, which I command you today, to love Yahweh your God and to walk ever in his ways, then you shall add three cities more for yourselves in addition to these three. This is so that innocent blood will not be shed in the middle of your land, which Yahweh your God gives you for an inheritance, leaving blood guilt on you. But if any man hates his neighbour, lies in wait for him, rises up against him, strikes him mortally so that he dies, and he flees into one of these cities, then the elders of his city shall send and bring him there, and deliver him into the hand of the avenger of blood, so that he may die. Your eyes shall not pity him, but you shall purge the innocent blood from Israel, that it may go well with you. You shall not remove your neighbour's landmark, which they of old time have set up, in your inheritance which you shall inherit, in the land that Yahweh your God gives you to possess. One witness shall not rise up against a man for any iniquity, or for any sin that he sins. At the mouth of two witnesses, or at the mouth of three witnesses, shall a matter be established. If an unrighteous witness rises up against any man to testify against him of wrongdoing, then both the men between whom the controversy is, shall stand before Yahweh, before the priests and the judges who shall be in those days. And the judges shall make diligent inquisition, and behold, if the witness is a false witness and has testified falsely against his brother, then you shall do to him as he had thought to do to his brother. So you shall remove the evil from among you. Those who remain shall hear and fear, and will never again commit such evil among you. Your eyes shall not pity, life for life, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hand for hand, and foot for foot. So in this chapter, it starts out by talking about the cities of refuge, which are a picture of Jesus Christ. We've talked about that in a previous chapter, that if someone killed someone accidentally, as in a case of manslaughter, they could run to these cities and they'd be safe there, until the death of the high priest. and um, But if the murder was intentional, then they weren't safe there, they could be tried and judged. So that was um, previously discussed. But what's 
shown more clearly here is that there was no intention in the man slaying. So there was an accident, you know, like for example, in the example given, an ax head flew off and hit someone unintentionally. It wasn't supposed to happen. There was no malice. And what they're saying here is that um, in that case, he can be safe in the city of refuge. So intention is now shown to be a part of it. Now we've got, um, in the New Testament, we've got the very interesting um, Sermon on the Mount by Jesus Christ, where Jesus says that if someone hates his brother, that it's the same as murder. So what we've got there in the New Testament is intention, but there's no action. And society that we live in tends to only be based on, for the most part, on action, not intention. So for example, if you, um, if you're driving down the road, you have no intention of speeding, but you, you're not paying attention and you didn't see a speed sign and now you're caught going too fast, your intention doesn't matter, you were caught going too fast and you have to pay a fine. That's happened to me at least once. I've had very few speeding tickets, but and none of them were intentional, but it didn't make any difference. I had to pay them. But on the other hand, if you've got someone that um, really wants to speed, but they look up and they see a police car there and they don't, well, they don't get into trouble even though they want to break the law. When we get to Jesus in the New Testament, he says it's what we want to do, it's our, it's our love of something that makes it right or wrong. So in other words, if you love evil, even though you don't do the evil, the love of what is evil makes you evil. But if you hate evil, even though you accidentally do something wrong, you don't, it's, you know, your intention is good. And Augustine was the one who, who talked about these women in the Roman Empire who were raped by soldiers. And he had to go to such great lengths to explain that they hadn't committed the sin of adultery because they hadn't intended. But on the other hand, someone who wanted to, but didn't because of the potential consequences, they had committed the sin. And here we've got this discussion of intention. And there's a big difference between um, what you intend and what you don't intend. And it's interesting looking at the Ten Commandments from, a, from this perspective. Like if you look at the Ten Commandments from the point of view of what have you actually done, most of us have actually broken quite a few of them. But if you look at them from the intention of, from the angle of what we've wanted to do in the past, have you ever wanted to tell a lie, even though you didn't? Have you ever wanted to commit adultery even though you didn't? Have you ever wanted someone to be dead even though you didn't murder them? If you look at it from that angle, have you ever wanted to say something nasty about your parents and dishonor them even if you didn't? If you look at it from that angle, have you ever coveted that? Now that's a sin of intention that people can't see, but that's one of the Ten Commandments. When you start looking at it from the angle of intention, you soon realize that we're all much more sinful than what we think we are. And that's why the Lord came to write the law upon our hearts so that we would love what is right and we would hate what is wrong. And then this chapter finishes by saying that if someone was um, a witness, because you couldn't put someone to death without two witnesses minimum, but if someone witnessed um, you know, against someone in a false, as a false testimony, they made up something about somebody then whatever they wanted to happen to that other person would happen to them. And that's where this passage finishes with a very famous saying, eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. And this is what's called lex talionis in Latin, which means the law of retaliation. What you intend for someone else is what you will receive yourself.
And so this, we see this, it sounds a bit barbaric because we're taught in the New Testament by the Lord to not repay evil for evil. So if someone comes along and slaps you on the cheek, Jesus' teaching is to turn the other cheek. You know, if a Roman soldier demands you carry, you know, someone carry his bag for a mile, well, you carry it for two miles. In other words, we're taught by Christ to not repay like for like. We're taught not to retaliate. So that's, that's the truth of the gospel. We're taught to be Christ-like. But what, what we're seeing here is how things actually are in, in justice. So, for example, if you are someone that won't forgive, the reality is that's the way that you will be treated. So this lex talionis or this law of retaliation, we see it right here where the false witness wanted something to be done to someone, well, that's what was done to them. What you want to be done to someone else is how you will be treated. And Jesus himself said that. In fact, he even said with the measure you use, it will be paid back to you 30, 60 or 100. So if, you're, if you are someone that won't forgive, that you refuse to let other people off, well, you are choosing your own sentence, effectively. And, you know, an earthly court might not pick up on a false witness, but the Lord himself does. The heavenly court will. And that's why the Lord teaches us to be people that don't retaliate. We're taught to show mercy, because why? When we show mercy, we're, we're choosing for ourselves how we will be treated. So if someone is, is an enemy to you, they treat you terribly, and you forgive them, you're choosing to be forgiven <laughs> by the Lord. If you choose to do something kind for someone who's mean to you, you're choosing to be treated kindly. And this is, this is lex talionis, the law of retaliation. You're choosing to, to have kindness paid back to you for the kindness that you're doing to, and, and that's in truth, what the Lord has done for us. It's the example he set for us. So rather than looking at the Bible verse like this and saying, I demand to be treated equally, no, you've got the wrong lens on. You've got to have the lens of Christ on, the lens of, of giving mercy and giving kindness and then that being repaid back to you. Heavenly Father, I pray that you would help us to be people who see things from the perspective of Christ. Help us to be people who don't retaliate Help us to be people who spread the love and the grace and the mercy and the blessing of the Lord. Heavenly Father, fill us with your spirit so we might be light and salt all around us. In the name of Jesus, amen.